Hey lovelies, welcome to the Honestly Mia podcast with me, Mia. I'm so excited to hang out with you each week to share all the fun and not so fun topics of this journey called life. But I'm confident that we will heal, grow, laugh, cry if necessary to become unapologetically free in Christ. The beauty of it is we will do it together. So let's talk. Are you ready? I'm ready. Episode 43, my needs haven't changed or have they? What's going on, peeps? (sighs) It's been a minute. And with every passing day, I'm probably like overthinking the fact that it's been a little while. Hopefully, everyone is having an amazing Saturday. Yes, it, it is Saturday. It's early Saturday. Um, and to just be authentic in this moment, I just woke up. I'm drinking coffee. You got a little bit of a crackle in the voice. Um, but you know, my philosophy when it's time to record, it's time to record and I don't always get to be ready. So here we are. Um, funny thing about doing the podcast this morning is that I was sharing with a co-worker friend of mine on yesterday and I told her that I was going to mention her and um, we were kind of just talking about the season of life. I know it's such a Christian thing to call everything a season, but it's truly a season and just, you know, kind of where I am right now and the transitions and the changes and just Trying to figure out, is the space that I'm standing in the exact space that I'm supposed to be in? Because when you start to feel some sort of discomfort or you're starting to be a little restless, you really start breaking down. Am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Am I where I'm supposed to be? Should I be going somewhere else doing something else? And a lot of times, you know... It could just be that it's time to move or it could be it's time to reprioritize. There's a bunch of different things that we can come up with as far as what's happening. But I was sharing with her that I don't know, maybe like the last couple of months, I've just been trying to like figure out a few things like, why am I so tired? I don't feel like I have any time and it's it's causing me to think, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Because when you feel a little bit of the pressure or your back is up against the wall, you start literally going down everything that you're engaged with, the the how you're spending your time. And so I was sharing with her and I also was sharing with some other friends of mine, <clears throat> excuse me, just <sighs> so let, let, let's go back. I'm sure you guys heard me talk about that I started a new job um, back in December. And it's so funny to me that I possibly, being an HR professional, my current title is HR business partner. It's interesting that the advice that I have to give, not that I have to give, the advice that I give people. And I live so contradictory to that. So, you know, take your time, give yourself some grace, understand that this is new and all of this. And I swear, I struggle with living by that same mantra. But it's been about three months that I've been on this job. And to be honest, 
everything that I was asking for in my last um, work opportunity, this job fulfills that. Is it perfect? Um, did it cross every um, T dot every I? No, but the the bulk of the things that I felt like I wasn't getting at my last job, this job provides that. Well, <laughs> in providing that, um, it comes with a whole new set of challenges and responsibilities. And so I have just been a little drained. And then there's some personal dynamics that have changed. So I don't know if I've, I've talked about it much, but um, we've started the new semester with my Bible study group that I lead every Tuesday. And the group has grown exponentially. We have, you know, 24 active people that are on roster. That is a a lot of Jesus-loving girls. And it's a beautiful and, a, and an amazing thing. But that's also different, too. And the funny thing that I know some people may be listening like, Girl, hush. I'm getting older. So it's like I need more sleep. I need more this. I need more that. So there are so many changes and transitions that are happening all at the same time and I feel like I'm on go 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 and for the past couple of weeks um this podcast I've been toying with because I keep coming back to the fact that I need God differently and I'm like do I do I need God differently have I always needed God the same or what what's what's the difference and so when I was thinking about that particular um, topic, it came to me, you know, have my needs for him really changed? Have I changed? Or is our relationship on a whole new plateau? And the best part about that is that is all of the above and none of the above at the same time. So when you think about what you ultimately need from God and, you know, from people, from work environments or whatever, there may be a slight change. So I'll use a a, a new a, a mother, for example. So woman, single woman, no husband, no kids. You know, when it comes to career, and again, you see it often, and, and there's always um, a little bit of variation depending on the individual. But, you know, woman or man, so I don't want to leave you guys out, literally, the guys. But how you move through life looks differently, right? Because it's just you, you're young, you're carefree, you're male. Even if you're, you're older, if you don't have those responsibilities, you move through life very differently. And at the moment that you introduce something new, so let's just say a single person gets married. Well, how in which you work, how in which, and how you spend your time looks a little different. If it doesn't change, then you're probably going to have some issues on the home front. Then if you introduce children, then you are going to now have a whole new dynamic. So the the amazing job that you've always loved and, and appreciated, well, it feels different because you have now incorporated these new dynamics into it. So, you know, the, the way in which the job fulfills you looks very different. So your your needs are slightly different because your circumstances have changed. So as I was thinking through that, and you can apply whether those things are, it could be different responsibilities outside of home. You can start volunteering or being a part of a of a different organization 
outside of work, whatever it is, whenever your priorities change or your responsibilities look a little different, the way in which you move in those circles before, whether it be job, friends, family, or whatever, it looks very, very different. And it's hard on you. And then it's also hard on other people that are trying to meet you there. So it's funny as I'm talking, you know, I already kind of have what it is that I'm going to say, but I just thought about my family and what it looks like to engage with them where I am now. So most of you who listen know that I'm not originally from Louisiana. I'm from Alabama, but I've been living in Louisiana since 2007. So I just made 13 years, like a couple of days ago. And while Birmingham is only like a six hour hop and skip, right? Well, it's at times very challenging to get home because of some of the other things that I have to do that I feel like, you know, God has entrusted me with them, entrusted me with them. So let's talk about my group, for instance. So we get together every Tuesday and it's not just we get together and hang out like I'm teaching. So, you know, on the weekends, I'm studying, I'm trying to get this podcast in there every now and then. We we know the struggles there. But I'm teaching and so I have to study, I have to get the house ready. And these are things I'm not complaining about, but it's factual things that I have to do because I've taken on this responsibility. Well, weekends are kind of gone. And while I, I know that family back home may not quite understand, you know, what that looks like or the fact that I can't always jump home and it's a little bit more complicated now because I've just started a new job and you have all these constraints. It's it's not a either or, right? It's not that I'm choosing this over them or vice versa. It's it's making it all fit. So the way in which our dynamics are are different. So, you know, I need them differently. They need me differently, right? So don't know why that came up. So if you're listening and maybe you needed a little bit of grace of trying to figure things out when it comes to family dynamics, your girl over here is still trying to to make it all fit, just making everything fit. But going back to needing needing things differently, um, Ever since all these things have started this year, you know, bigger group, bigger responsibilities at work, I've just been feeling pressed on both ends. And I keep hearing you and God's relationship just has to change. And I'm like, what does that mean? Right. I don't think I mean, do I need to pray differently? Do I need to read differently? Do I need to? I don't know. I was like, well, what is it? Why do I keep why do I keep hearing or feeling like, you know, I need God differently and my needs have changed. What does that look like? And one of the things, excuse me guys, <laughs> I don't know, something is going on. Um, I am not professing any type of flu type things, but I am like really, really stopped up or stuffy. Um but I do. I need him to move me through life differently because this season of my life is different. So I was at my previous company for four years, right? 
So it was, it's funny how you forget what being a new person looks like. So when I started that job, I was going through separation um, that led to divorce. It's funny. I Like I said, I think I've said it on another podcast. You guys hear me talking about that a lot, but that so many things happened during that time. I'm not dwelling on it. I'm not sad. I'm not bitter. I'm not over um, exposing it. It's just the truth. And so it was a it was it was interesting to start a new job, have all these things that you're trying to figure out, still trying to maintain the integrity of where I was. I'm still wearing my ring. I'm still telling people I'm married because essentially I was married. So trying to like navigate through that newness was a process. And I needed God not differently, but I needed I needed an engagement with him that was different because I'm I'm I felt broken, I felt bruised, I felt all this pain, I felt sadness, I felt hopelessness, and I started a new job. So it's like God keep my emotions intact because I got a whole situation over here and I'm being asked to engage with people I don't know. There was all sorts of drama and people attacking me. I had I won't even go there. The attacks were real. Well, fast forward four years later, it was a sweet spot. I didn't have to think real hard when I went into work. And I don't mean that in dis- in any disrespectful way. But things calmed down. It was good. And it's it's just like anything else in our life. Like when you get comfortable, you get complacent. You don't really push. So while I saw God move, I felt like... How can I say it? That I became very, you know, entitled a little bit to his goodness. I prayed and things were happening and it was good and, you know, it's great and it's whatever. And, well, there came a change. So now I have all these new dynamics and I'm trying to figure out, okay, God, I feel like I'm all over the place. And a part of it is just natural transition, right? But one of the things that he is showing me through my private time with him and also through my interactions with others is that I'm going to have to look at how I'm doing things in regards to my relationship with God a little bit differently. So when I was talking to my coworker, shout out to Shanda. I told her I was going to like mention her in this podcast. Um, she's also a small group leader. And so it's, it's amazing to have someone Um, that's kind of walking through some of the same things and can kind of give you some feedback. Well, she was sharing with me about, um, about what it looks like to do this every week. And she said, the time that you're spending with God is just to teach. You're not spending time with God for you. Mind blower. Flipping mind blower. And you think, ha ha, that the time that I'm spending reading and preparing that, and granted I get something from it, that that's not the issue, but subconsciously I know it's not just for me. I am doing it in a way to make sure I don't forget anything, that I understand all different angles, you know, asking God to show me how to present it. But where is the time that I'm spending with him just for me? You ever been in a place like that? where you're going, 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 and you have not carved out that time for you, whether it's that time you need to spend with God, that time you need to just sit down, have a cup of coffee, (sighs) breathe out and just do nothing. And you start like a spiraling a little bit. 
And so when I think about it, God has always been there. God has never not been there. He's never not been, you know, invested in what's going on. But how I am utilizing him is not the way that I need to for where I am. So when I walked away from that conversation with her, I was like, okay, so it is different. I'm having to put some things into a into different perspectives about what does this journey look like? What needs to change a little? What needs to remain the same? But the beautiful part is, is that what I've ultimately needed from God hasn't changed. I need to sit with him and and allow him to give me peace. I need to sit with him and engage him so he can give me wisdom, so he can give me insight, so he can give me perspective, so he can love on me when I don't feel love. So what I needed from him has always been the same, but the way in which I engage has to be different based on where I am. So it's it was interesting with with the scripture choices that um that fell into my lap for this topic they're kind of on the same path but kind of different but they both are very fitting and the first one when I first started toying with this idea of my needs haven't changed or have they was Hebrews 13 and 8 very familiar scripture um you've heard people quote it several times I'm sure And it's Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. So one of the things that we value, right, as humans is consistency. So as much as we, you know, we're all about being change agents and we want things to be, you know, new and exciting, we rest well on consistency, right? We rest well on the fact that certain things in our lives are always there, always good, always present. And that's how God is. And that's what I needed to be reminded is that one, none of this is a surprise. He knew that I would be starting said job on said day. He knew that I would have the most dynamic group of women ever that would be in my in my core right he knew that he knew i mean i could go down the list so i'm the person that is evolving in this new space but the best part is being able to rest assured that jesus christ is the same yesterday and today and forever so when i call out and say god i am like struggling he's always ready to listen Now, the way in which he responds may be different based on the situation because he knows what I ultimately need, right? So he may immediately give me revelation and say, do this. And for the most part, there's always a quick resolution. Or I may need to sit in a minute for something far greater than just me getting an answer, right? So I can rest assured, you can rest assured that He is always there. He is always present. He is always ready to listen and love and support and guide and nudge and be silent when it is important for him to be silent. But what assurance to know that there are no changes there. God isn't going to say, well, so I'm just going to go on over here. You don't have access to me. 
um, whatever. Like that would be horrible. So the second scripture that literally when I sat down, I had written it down on a note card. Not 100% sure where I was when I um, when I wrote it. Um, but it, it fits for this this podcast too, in my opinion. Um, and it's Isaiah 26, 3 and 4. You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever for the Lord himself is the rock eternal. What do you think about that? You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. So one of the things that I love to do, and you probably heard me talk about it, is I like to dig into words, right? So I haven't formally done this one, so I haven't gone you know, to the dictionary and given you all of the, the, the adaptations of the word. But when you look at the word will, um, it's different than might, right? So you might keep in perfect peace. Aren't we glad? So that goes back to the other scripture that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So that means that will is always going to be there. So there is a a responsibility on both parts, right? God has has stated very firmly, he will keep in perfect peace. And the charge to us is that whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. So that means engaging God, focusing on God, praising God, worshiping God. And that there's no formula to that. Like if you if you keep your mind steadfast from 8 a.m. to 12 noon, no, it is knowing and understanding and believing, right? And that it, there's no time frame to that. So take the pressure off yourself because I've taken it off of me. But I'm grateful that God doesn't change, that he, that his word is true and his word is alive. And it's very much important for us to look at it for what it is. You will, man, like, does that not just completely like below your mind that that scripture does not say you might, he might, that would be so disheartening. And we as people, we are we are mites. We are we are definitely we if we feel like it, we might. You know, if I you know, if I do this, I might. But God says, You will or this or Isaiah is saying about God, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord Himself is the rock eternal. So Rocky Eternal means that I always have him. He has always got my back. He is always there no matter how many transitions I go through from new job, new group, new relationship, unnew relationship, new home, new new activity, new focus, new whatever. Like he is eternal. He is the rock. He is the the sounding board. He is the consistent. So both of those scriptures to me are such of a great support of even though what I need, I feel has changed. The God that I serve and that I love and that I appreciate has not. His His ways are his ways. He is not waking up and, you know, re-identifying who he claims to be in the lives of his children. That's us as fickle like that, right? So... As I continue to just 
evolve and and develop and 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 figure out you know what this season brings the best part of figuring it out or not figuring it out because I probably should not figure it out is that I have a heavenly father who will not abandon who will not forsake who will not run away when times get hard who will not you know leave me alone as long as my mind is steadfast and that I'm going to him and that I'm involving him even when I don't have an answer there's a beauty in just saying God I surrender this to you I got nothing I got nothing my mom used to always say that and it's funny um it it was a real random reason why she was saying, not random reason, but, you know, I would be talking to her about, you know, where I was in my separation or, or, you know, just stuff that just didn't make any sense. And her way of, of truly leading me back to Christ is to say, Mia, I got nothing. And I used to think it was so cute. I would want her to say something, but I'm really glad that she didn't sometimes because, I needed to go back to God with whatever it was. So there is beauty in coming to God say, I have nothing. I don't have the energy, Lord. I don't have a plan. I don't have, like he does the most when we are in that place. And sometimes I feel like it was probably already predetermined that we wouldn't have any answers. So we could just rest in who he is and what he wants to do. So All I know is that my ultimate need for him has always been there, right? While this, this, this season of life is different, it's new, it's, it's exciting, it's scary, it's exhausting, it's energizing. It's funny how you can be in a place and it be all those emotions at one time. Yeah, that's where your girl is right now. He's always the same. He's always been there to provide the guidance Um, the wisdom, the love, the support. It's just I'm having to engage him in a different way and asking for him to be more of him in a different situation. So the beautiful part is the consistency of who he is, is amazing. And it's funny, it made me think about the scripture where it says, see, I'm doing a new thing. What's funny about that is that He is doing a new thing in us, but he is still consistent, right? So depending on where we are, where where our faith has taken us, where our belief has taken us, then God can introduce a new something, not new to him, but a new something to us, right? Does that not blow your mind? Oh my God, it does it for me. So to sum this up, I don't know if any of you out there are transitioning or you are in a place that doesn't make sense or you're trying to figure out where to go, what to do. I want you to rest assured that if you continue to go to Christ, go to him with sincerity and with um, a level of, of humbleness and just reverence for who he is, he will show up. Like that is guaranteed and the showing up may look different depending on what he's trying to get you to or what you need out of that situation. But just know that God has not changed. He is always there. He has always remained the same. It's just you. You're growing, right? And as you're growing, you are identifying 
a different need for the relationship that you had with him once before. Keep trucking. Keep trucking. Hey guys, I'm so excited that you were able to just hang out with me. I so miss the time that we can talk about what's going on with me and that hopefully me sharing can just shed a new light on what's going on in your life. But guess what? I would love to hear from you. I would love to just know, you know, hey, that really stuck out to me. Or if it's something that you think, you know, what do you think about this? I am not proclaiming to know it all, but I will make sure that I am sitting before God asking him. So how should I respond to that? So if you get an opportunity, please drop a comment, whether it's in um, Podbeam or Apple um podcast wherever it is that you listen i'll be sure to get it and respond or you can send me an email to honestly mia at aol.com but until next time guys have a great day on purpose